Welcome to Recruiting Daily's Use Case Podcast, a show dedicated to the storytelling that happens or should happen when practitioners purchase technology. Each episode is designed to inspire new ways and ideas to make your business better as we speak with the brightest minds in recruitment and HR tech. That's what we do. Here's your host, William Tincup. Ladies and gentlemen, this is William Tincup, and you're listening to the Use Case Podcast. Today, we're going to explore pager. And we have uh, Alistair on uh, today with us, and we're gonna we're gonna be talking about the use case for Pager, and so we're gonna go deep in into that, and uh, we'll start off with our introductions like we kind of normally do. Uh, Alistair, uh, would you do me and the audience a favor and both introduce yourself and also introduce Pager? Yeah, thanks, William. Thanks for having me on here. Um, so. Myself, Alistair, I've been in the recruiting industry for uh, just about 10 years now. I spent time uh, as the partnership manager at Broadmead Technology. I have spent time in the recruitment marketing industry at uh, Red Dot Media, and I've also actually worked as a recruiter for a little bit at, uh, at Lime Recruit. So I'm kind of well-versed in both the technology and actually the practitioner side, and I helped launch Pager uh, after leaving Broadbean slash Red Dot um, about uh, two years ago. Very good. Now... Pager. What does Pager do? Pager is an employee advocacy slash content marketing platform. The, the result of Pager is if you use it is that you have content that will actually be shared by folks in your organization or your influencer network um, more frequently than if you just ask them to do it via other methods. We, we take out all the friction in employee advocacy. And uh... How is that? I mean, first of all, let's just deal with employee advocacy because most people, they might not know the category. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's start there. Category wise, who buys employee advocacy software? Employee advocacy software is purchased by people that want to increase brand visibility and ultimately drive traffic back to their website. So marketing, brand marketing, employment, brand marketing, recruitment marketing. Exactly. Okay. And, the, and, and so they, they would buy this and they're, they're trying to create advocacy within their own employee base and then getting their employees to share content with the broader, a broader audience. Exactly. So the, the immediate problem we, have, we, we solve is um, you have a piece of content that's great content. Let's say it's a webinar in this case, and you want to advertise that webinar. You have a couple of different routes to do so. You could email client base or or prospect base you can do some paid advertising or you can get your employees out there um, sharing that content to start conversations drive that traffic back we come in on the on the third part okay okay and where are you tied in or or do you uh in their kind of their technology stack or do you sit off to the side are you integrated with uh any of the kind of recruitment marketing platforms like where do you where do you see where is pager kind of integrated or not integrated um, we, we mostly sit to the side. We do have some job sharing functionality we can talk about a little bit, which requires a very light integration um, with their applicant tracking system. But generally, we're a standalone piece of software that, you know, is great because then it works with, with everything. Um, and it's not really, you know, it's not that we're not out there building integrations. We should be. It's that there simply isn't um, a necessary place for, for most of the, um, for our software to have an integration. Right. And if they're sharing jobs, uh, over and over and over, that's actually not a good, that's not what you want them to do. You want them to share other types of content that gets people candidates 
uh, interested in what the company is doing and potentially then putting them in front of jobs. Exactly. You want, you want to start a conversation, engage them with your brand, what your brand is about, what you're doing, and then get them over to your website, which if you've been interesting enough, they will find a job. Right. So let's go all the way back to the demo, Mm -hmm. right? The demo itself, what do you show people? So take me through and and not literally, but just take, take me through a demo of pager. Yeah. So basically we're going to show you how to create a post pager has a robust um, post creation platform with um, a couple of different ways to actually create an interesting piece of content, uh, essentially a status update. So that can be sharing a link and we'll automatically pull in information from the link to help you create the post. Um, We have a GIF engine. If you're a hip company and you like to use GIFs, motion always attracts a little bit more attention than than a static image. So there's a GIF engine, so you can just find a whole, it's the Giphy library. Um, We've got an image search capability. So if you're looking for an image to add to your post, you can filter by license. So you're going to create a robust uh, social media post in our system. And then we're going to show you how to get the rest of the folks in your organization to share that. And there's two options. One is you can just automatically share that post across the the members you've had join your instance of pager. And so what it's going to do is just going to go and and actually post on that person's profile as if they've done it themselves. That's the the less popular option. The the second option is to require users to approve a share. And this is kind of where a bit of our secret sauce is, is um, one of the problems we solve is if you email a sales team and ask them to, you know, go out and create the post themselves, they simply won't do it. So we've reduced that entire process to, can you just text back? Yes. Um, and for some reason, I don't know why people answer text messages more than Slack messages, more than instant messages, more than emails. Um, so by reducing it to just a simple text back, yes, for approval, um, we, we see really high uh, participation rates in that advocacy. So that's, that's what we're going to talk about in the first part of the demo. Um, the second part is I'm going to show you, we have a content suggestion engine, and this is more appropriate for companies that aren't uh, creating a lot of their own content um, and also smaller companies that need to fill in gaps. So they can fit, they're going to put in um, industry news alerts, things that are going to be interesting for them to share with their audience. It's not necessarily content they've created themselves. So, you know, if I see a, an interesting article on, for example, recruiting daily, I could get alerted by that and then go share it with my network, put my own thoughts, go with it. Um, and I won't have to go out and find all this content. It's going to be reaction where the engine is going to suggest something to me and I, I post it. So we're going to talk about how that works. And then we'll talk about the job sharing functionality because um, it's also important to have a consistent brand job message. We've seen LinkedIn posts where people have a boring text post saying, hey, I'm looking for an administrative assistant. Please email me, blah, blah, blah. Those are not engaging. So our system enables you with one click to create an on-brand job template with appropriate hashtags. Um, and send that to the right section of your um, of your organization to have them reshare it as well. So if you've got an engineering job, naturally you want your engineers to share that job. Traditionally, they're not going to do a very good job of actually going out there to LinkedIn and creating that post, but you still want them to share it. So it's an easy way to uh, to get them out there to, to share it. That was a long way to answer. Did that, did that answer your question? No, that's perfect. That takes us inside. That's exactly what I, what I want. What questions, okay, two, two sides. What questions do you get the most? when you do a demo or when you when your folks do a demo, uh, when they first see it? And then what questions would you like to uh, to receive more about? The, the, the biggest question is why should we do this? Um, why should we be having an employee advocacy program in the first place? <clears throat> and um, the simplest question is because it, because it works. Um, a lot of companies are posting stuff on their brand channel 
but content shared by your employee base is going to receive eight times more engagement than content shared by brand channels. So that's the biggest thing is why, why should we even out there, you know, sharing things to social media? The answer is it's going to drive traffic back to your website. It's going to increase brand awareness. And by doing it through your employees, as opposed to brand channels, that content is going to be, as I mentioned, eight times more effective just in terms of, of driving a traffic. The other important part, um, as we found, is that leads that come from people um, have seven times a higher conversion rate than uh, other leads. So versus paid media versus brand channels, because people like doing business with people. That's who they choose to do business with. So if it's coming from actual employees of your company, those leads are going to be more likely to convert because they've started off with uh, at least a bit of a personal relationship. And, and, uh, questions that you would like for people to ask that maybe you don't get asked as often um <laughs> you never have dead air on radio right <laughs> no no what i'm thinking about is effectiveness about it. right yeah that, it's one of the things that you and i have talked about offline yeah is that at the end of the day this has got to reach a business goal i mean this yeah. is all it's all fun and games until you know it doesn't read a bit uh, reach a business goal and, um, and again, the use case, the business case for advocacy software yeah. is to ultimately, right, through content, mm -hmm. through the sharing of content, is to become more likable, uh, to become more well-known, and to get jobs to be more palatable, mm -hmm. uh, and ultimately get better candidates, more candidates, both quantity and quality, to apply to jobs so that it makes recruiting easier. Yeah, you, 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 you triggered my memory here. So one question I'd like people to ask me more is about the tracking side of things, right? Because um, you want to measure the effectiveness. You want to know what your ROI is in any sort of, of uh, you know, software investment. Um, and so while we contain our metrics in terms of likes, clicks, shares, reshares, that sort of thing, um, as soon as somebody ends up on your website reading about a blog post or on a webinar, I'd like them to ask more about how they can track that end to end so they can actually look at a social post to an end client. Um, and because we deliver some information along with uh, each person we send back to your website, they should be doing a better job of, of capturing um, you know, our source codes and using that to figure out, okay, is our social advocacy program turning into clients? Is it turning into candidates? Um, which they can do if they just you know, are a little bit more savvy with, with Google Analytics or whatever platform they're using. Okay. Okay. Other parts of the use case. So when people are, you know, maybe they've never bought advocacy software before, how do they build this business case? Uh, and I call it use case, but business case for the CFO or the CHRO or even the head of talent. You've got somebody that's using it. They love it. They're like, oh my God, this is great. It would help us. What question or even what, what do you, how do you help them? Like I remember years ago, we interacted you know, with Broadbean. Broadbean was, it was so easy because it was like, listen, you can go into one place and then you could post your job <laughs> to right. a thousand different places. Like, oh, okay, there's the, the use cases, uh, efficiency of time done. So how, do you, how have you transferred that over to Pager? How do you, how do you help your prospects? crossover into you know selling internally if you will yeah it's funny you mentioned broadbeam because it's a classic time time is money equation right, right. so if you if, let's say you've got a sales force of 30 people and you ask them to go out shift gears from what they're doing create a post um share that on linkedin share that on twitter maybe share that on facebook as well 
suddenly that's that's a big chunk of time for that action. Even if they're just copying and pasting a post, they've got to stop what they're doing. They've got to go out, log in, do some, you know, basically create a post. And that's if you do that on two platforms, three platforms, it's going to take you around ten minutes. And you multiply, excuse me, multiply it by ten people. You know, then you've invested two hundred minutes in this in this post that could be reduced to those people simply texting back yes, which is a minor gear shift. Um, can be done at any time and any place and is like, you know, 10 second investment. So there's a time element there. <clears throat> and then the second thing we look to look at is the actual traffic driven back to, to your website. And that's pretty easy to, to equate to paid media, right? So if you're out there and you post an ad on LinkedIn, um, each one of those clicks is going to cost you uh, anywhere from a dollar to, to, you know, 10, $15, depending on the industry. <clears throat> if your employee gets out there and, and shares that, those clicks are organic, they're free, and they're actually more valuable. So you're able to say, okay, had you paid for these clicks, what would that have cost you versus you know, the, Ooh, the cost of our like software? Um, especially because those, those clicks are so much more valuable than, than paid clicks. So it's pretty easy to, to bring it back to time and money. Right. What I love about that is it, 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 there's a calculator involved. At one point, you can show them, first of all, the calculation is when you buy that media, it's just, it's, uh, it's sterile. You know, there's not, it's not, it's just placed in a place and there's no, no real human attachment to it. But if someone shares it, it's, it, it's, it's now attached to a human and, uh, and therefore even more, I mean, I, I would, I would argue probably they're more valuable than just a paid placement. Mm-hmm. And, and according to our stats that we with one of the companies that does a bit more sophisticated tracking it's, it's seven times more valuable than if you just have a, a brand a brand message oh i like that i like that so that's an easy easy calculation um the folks that have have, have uh that have that have bought pager that that work with you uh you know clients how have they kind of pushed you with your roadmap on like new things that they want to see or uh, features that, you know, that, that, uh, that they'd love for you to build, et cetera. Like what are your customers pushing you to do? Yeah. Just about every new feature that you see comes from pager is customer driven. Um, Hey, it'd be great if it did this, it'd be great if it did that. And one of the nice things about being a newer company without some massive legacy code base is that we can respond pretty quickly to those things. So for example, we just released uh, video integration. Um, video is super popular. We didn't have to start with, um, and the clients were like, "Hey, we need this, and we can build it." Simple things like tagging. So one of the unique bits with Pagers, you can tag company pages, you can tag individuals within the system, which you can't do with any of the other advocacy platforms. And that again, it comes back to um, client feedback, saying, "Hey, can we, you know, can you do this?" And, and we'll get out there and find a way to do that in most cases. So, I mean, what Pager was sorry to keep going. What Pager was two years ago versus what it is now is pretty different, mostly based on, on client feedback. I love that. I, I think that's the best way to build a software company. So I, I love that. And, you know, sometimes clients don't know or customers don't know exactly what they want. So sometimes you got to kind of innovate outside of that. But but by and large, if they keep pushing you uh, for things and they're good ideas and they go across multiple clients, then everybody wins. That's, um, that's the case. Yeah, if you if you ask Henry Ford what the customers wanted, they'd say build a faster horse. Right. So there has to be the flip side of that of of innovating and providing new value to your clients, not just necessarily solving quick quick problems for them. Can you can you imagine being on a horse and buggy and seeing that first car? 
like, <laughs> like what that must have felt like <laughs> the anger that you would have like wait a minute hold on <laughs> i can get to town that much faster oh, it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't seem fair so without revealing names or or any brands or any of that like give us some examples of of clients that are just doing this really well like like and again you know we don't need to expose any names or any of that type of stuff but just folks that you think are doing this and they're like their a game is just really really strong can i can i expose a name if we've got a case study yeah, about sure, them yeah okay sure. so, so smart recruiters is, is a client that i love because oftentimes the software you know people are excited about it they don't always use it right i mean there's there's how many ATSs out there have bad data in it, right? Just from people not using it the way it was designed to be used. And I really like smart recruiters because they've, they've kind of come in and used it exactly as intended and gotten the results that you would expect when you do that sort of thing. So um, they had a big summer program, Summer to Evolve. I'm not sure if you, if you heard about it or familiar with it, but basically um, they're releasing some new stuff. They've got some new features and, and whatnot. And they have a series of webinars where they, they wanted to uh, kind of explain to the, not only the customer base, but people in the middle of the pipe and also other folks. And because they use the system properly, they turned their brand channel traffic into all their sales team. And I think not everybody participated, but they have, you know, they had 35 people out there pushing that, that information with just by texting back yes and, and kind of making it that easy participation level. And they were predicting 500 clicks um, to an article or to one of their webinars. And they, uh, they received five times as many clicks as they had planned on simply by turning those folks into uh, to advocates. Oh, that's fantastic. And again, great content, great use, getting the sales team in, engaged, getting employees to share. You know, it just, it kind of seems like common sense, but but also I can kind of see where some, some people might be fearful of sharing content or, or sharing content under a brand. Uh, maybe some industries might, might, might be fearful, et cetera. So I, I, I get that. I, I understand that fundamentally, and that's a that's a great example. Um, so, one of the things that we do on this podcast is we try to explore, you know, the case uh, that you'd make that a recruiter or head of TA would make. Um, your pricing model how do you how do you price how do you and you don't have to tell us the exact amount but just how do you in general is it price per employee is it bit user base subscription mm-hmm. base it's a month to month subscription per user per month so okay. and of course it goes down with with scale you know once you get into those hundreds of users types uh type of, of instances it becomes dare i say fairly affordable if not uh remarkably right. affordable right so they can and it's unlimited posting mm-hmm. yep use the platform as, as much as you want oh i love that that's great. And uh, we had talked off, off, offline, we had talked a lot about LinkedIn and obviously a lot of the professional content I think would probably lead uh, to LinkedIn uh, or, and, and, and coming from those profiles. Have you, have you seen any other movement uh, that's been real effective for recruiters? Yeah, absolutely. So <clears throat> we've got a, a client that's a hospital, um, and they don't use LinkedIn nearly as much as they encourage their employees to uh, connect their Twitter accounts. And they're not doing what you'd consider traditional business type content. Um, they're really talking about, it's a, it's a children's hospital. They're really talking about what the children's hospital is doing um, for the community and things outside of what you consider the traditional blogs and white papers and, and webinars that a lot of people use it for. Um, and so 
because they're out there just talking about the, you know, it's pretty easy to talk about how good you are when you're a children's hospital, right? Because you're of course doing, doing good things, but by, by engaging outside of your traditional channels uh, for recruitment, they're getting tons of reshares and retweets and, and just really good brand awareness. It's going to eventually attract, um, you know, more people to work there just because it's a great hospital to do great things for people. And so the more people they have out there talking about it, the more effective it is going to be when it comes time to recruit um, or get funding and, and things of that nature that they, that they would like to, to have uh, to accomplish. I love that. Yeah. Okay. So last question about pager is, and again, we don't know the future, so we won't go too far down that, that rabbit hole, but iteratively, what do you, what would you like to see from pager you know, and, and it's, it's kind of tied to that. What do you, would, 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 you'll know when you're successful at what point, you know, that type of stuff. So, and again, I, COVID, pre-COVID, post-COVID, all that stuff. Let's just put all that stuff aside, but Pager itself as a, as a company, as a software company, doing a, doing a wonderful job in the employee advocacy space, making it really easy and better for, you know, brands mm -hmm. and uh, recruitment marketing and, you know, employment brands what what's success for you yeah i think i think when you sit back and say oh we've made it that's when you're going to lose um to somebody that's out there that's still hungry that's still innovating that's still really focused on on the client so i don't think we'll ever sit back and be like all right we've, we've achieved what we were looking to achieve right i mean we've got a roadmap that's very long um that by the time we finish that that current roadmap and doing all the things we want to do right now which will be, you know, a year, two years from now, we'll have already come up with a, a few more things at least that we wanted to be to be building and adding to the client because internet's pretty fast changing, changing lands, landscape. So I don't think we'll ever hopefully be in a spot where we're like, hey, we've made it a success unless somebody drives a truck full of cash up to our to our office and uh, and wants to buy the platform. In which case, then then maybe we'll say we made it. <laughs> yeah, then we made it. We we made it when we can buy an island. We, we, exactly. We, we know, at that point, we've made it. You know what's interesting is is you're right. There isn't that moment, that magical moment where you're like, yep, done. I mean, software's not that. Software's just not that way. And also, great software companies never believe that they're done. It's always it's it's a uh, it's always being worked on uh, in one of those things. So I, I like that. Um, I also like the the fact that you've you acknowledge that the mediums in which you play they evolve, they change. You know, uh, Instagram releases reels, and all of a sudden that's a thing. You know, TikTok comes along, and it's it's it, when it first started, no one cared, and then all of a sudden, you know, people really cared. Uh, so, like those things are living, breathing organisms too. So I love the fact that you kind of acknowledge that hey, listen, we've got to pay attention to those things because if the audience is using Instagram Reels, again, just as an example, if they're using Instagram Reels, then we've got to find a way to then make sure that, that we put it in a portfolio so that people can use that to share. Exactly. I mean, I, I look at it. I wasn't on Instagram three years ago. I spent all my time on Facebook. Now, on the social side of things, I'm only on Instagram, not Facebook. Yeah. So what's, what's the next bit that we want to be first to? Is it TikTok? Is it, I mean, yeah. I mean, who knows, I, right? So. I, lo I love that. And again, you, you don't know until the audience kind of, it's, it's the audience is telling you, you know, I love that. I love that. And, and if you just pay attention to them, you pay attention to your customers, then you can kind of get in front of that. Yeah. Um, I mean, 
sorry, for a funny example, we built an awesome Alexa integration thinking like people want to do content um, alerts via Alexa and content marketing through Alexa to the, the channels. And uh, despite the popular Alexa, it just wasn't something that caught on. So, you know, they're all, all wins, but the important thing is to get out there and, and make sure you're trying the new things to, so that you are there when they become wins. Right. That one's going to come back to you. I feel, so? <laughs> oh yeah, that one's going to come back to you. That one's, uh, that one's, you, you built it and, 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 uh, down the road, that one's going to come right back to you. So you'll be good. Alrighty. Um, listen, I appreciate you coming on the show, talking about pager. Uh, this has been a wonderful podcast and, and just been good to dig into kind of, you know, the employee advocacy space in general, but more importantly, pager. So thanks brother. Hey, really appreciate you having me on. Great times. Alrighty. So, and thanks for everyone for listening to the use case podcast until next time. Thank you. You've been listening to recruiting daily's use case podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite platform and hit us up at recruitingdaily.com.